0: At the stage we invest in, that's not easy to do, right? These companies are you know, sub 20 million in revenue, and so there's still a lot of risk. And so you have to figure out ways you de-risk that, and that's why you know, the investment team being as important as the operating partner team as we underwrite these, these companies.
1: Excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality. These are the values the Sam and Walton College of Business explores in education, business, and the lives of people we meet every day. I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College, and welcome to the Be Epic Podcast. For the next few episodes, I will share my conversations with capital allocators in the seed, venture, and private equity space. They will discuss how their capital allocation works and provide tips to entrepreneurs on how to stand out. I have with me today, Cleet Brewer, who is managing partner New Road Capital Partners. He has an incredible experience. Um, he was CEO of StaffMark, and he took it public in 1996. Uh, they grew from 120 million to over 1.2 billion uh, through organic growth, and they closed 40 acquisitions from 1996 to 2001. Uh, he has tremendous experience with small to large companies, taking small companies and growing them. He was president of Sports Clips from 2002 to 2010 and uh, grew it from 42 stores to 720 stores. So he has a lot of experience scaling companies. And now he runs an uh, investment company, New Road Capital Partners, that helps companies scale and grow and succeed. Thank you so much, uh, Cleet, for taking time to visit with me. I appreciate it.
0: Always a pleasure, Matt.
1: Well, you know, Cleet, I, uh, of course, am familiar with a lot of people on your team. And um, I also uh, didn't mention you're also an alum of our college, the Walton College Business. We're very proud of you. Um, You have assembled an incredible team around you, Uh, which is the mark of uh, great leadership, trying to find the right people to put on your team. Uh, But you also hire a lot of um, uh, our students, both as interns and in full-time positions. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about uh, your investment strategy. And we know that you have many funds um, through this, um, through new road capital partners and, I don't want to talk about Fund 4 given the stage you're at from an SEC type perspective, but I would like to talk about the other companies at various points. I'd like to talk about your team, uh, you know, how you uh, select um, uh, industries and companies within those industries and the kind of in- investment sizes you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I know every time I talk to you, I always learn something, and um, I think that you're going to be able to add a lot of value uh, to our listeners, so thank you. Thanks, man. So, so Cleet, um, let's, start, let's start a little bit, maybe. I know one thing that you're unique at is you have very clear investment verticals, and you use operating partners as a focus of your strategy. Would you mind talking a little bit about that?
0: Sure, um, when uh, we started New Road, uh, my original founding partners were Doug Dane, who was a chief merchant at Walmart, retired, um, and Jeremy Wilson. And Jeremy was uh, had just had some really good success with an exit at Rockfish uh, to WPP Global. And Jeremy and I got together then Doug came into that to that to that group. And we we had this operator led kind of focus, and we thought that would be a differentiator in the uh, private equity markets, having that operator background that a lot of CEOs and entrepreneurs could learn from, you know, the 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 scar tissue that we gathered over the years, no matter you know who you were within our organization. You know, if you're an operator, you've had some scar tissue along the way. It's not all been whim at your back. And so we felt like that was a really good thesis. And then we really, over the years, kind of crafted it to narrow the focus to supply chain, logistics, transportation, and retail tech, uh, along with some CPG, high growth. So very growth-oriented uh, focus around anything within the supply chain, logistics, transportation, and retail tech world, which obviously being in Northwest Arkansas, we're kind of at the capital, you know, of that world. And there's just a lot of talent and innovation and companies around that space that that we learn from. And we always grew up as operators, what I call with a focus on the voice of the customer. And that voice of the customer is really what the operating partners kind of, you know, validate for us. And then also just the network they have and listening to the market. So you asked me, you know, how do we decide what what areas and segments to, to invest in? Because if you look at supply chain, logistics, transportation, retail tech, that's a trillion dollar plus industry. So it's very vast and huge, but we try to narrow it into areas where we think there's uh, things on trend, things that are gonna be here for a while, a lot of disruption and opportunity for scale and growth, and uh, obviously then finding the right teams around that space. So we, sit down with our operating partners, which include the former CEO of Logistics for Walmart, the former VP of International Supply Chain for Walmart, uh, includes the president of General Mills Max division. It includes the CIO, former CIO of Family Dollar. It includes the former senior VP of IT at JB Hunt, Uh, Tracy, who's actually now a partner with us. In fact, you introduced me to Tracy Black uh, a little bit over five years ago. She started off as an operating partner, is now full-time partner of the firm, and so that operating partner, we have um, the former CEO of Starcom with the media and and technology background as well um, on that team, and then, you know, recently the head of consumables and health and wellness at Walmart, uh, who ran about 80 billion of Walmart's U.S. business, was also on that team, uh, who's now president of a CPG, large CPG company. We leverage that team every Monday uh, to... They vet companies for us. we We say, "You know, is this something that you would use as a large enterprise customer? They help validate whether or not you know that's the right sector sector to invest in. So when we sit down and talk about supply chain, we may focus on an area like warehouse management systems and software systems that are are fast, nimble, quick to integrate, you know to help kind of high volume transaction fulfillment, which is a company we looked for. And so uh, visibility to the supply chain is really critical over the last you know, year. And when we looked at certain areas like labor in dealing with hiring and retaining frontline workers or workers within the supply chain area, that's been a problem for a decade and it's gonna be a problem for another decade. So these are themes that we listen to customers, listen to our operating partners, and then narrow the focus of what areas we're gonna invest in within the sectors. Uh, and, and in those areas, like a TMS system, for example, transportation management so- software, we looked at, you know, 10 to 15 companies with various offerings to try to find the best one that we can find. And we feel like we have an unfair right to win there with people like Tracy, Chris Sultemeyer, Gary Adams, the team that we have looking and validating whether or not that company and its solution, you know, is strong. And then when we do customer calls, who better to do those customer calls and the peers to those customers you know as part of that validation during diligence so <clears throat> yeah the operating partner model is really key and critical to new road and will always be that way and we've we've carved economics out uh to incentivize those entrepreneurs many of them are in their 50s and but they've had 25 30 year careers at very successful organizations what i like most about those organizations, they've been entrepreneurial through those years. They created billion dollar divisions from scratch while they were there. And that's really applicable to the size of the companies and the scale of the companies that we invest in.
1: You know, when I look at your your team, but also these operating partners, I mean it's really impressive what you've created. A lot of the listeners may not realize um, <clears throat> for example, Chris Soltenmeyer. You know, he was EVP of logistics at Walmart, you know, and I remember I first met him back in um, 1995, I think it was. He was, uh, I don't remember his title, but he was over replenishment for Sam's Club and he hired me to do some exec head training for them way back then. So I followed his career. He's, he's been through every area of supply chain logistics that you can imagine. But he was also um, chair of the Supply Chain Management Research Center back when I was department chair of that department, <coughs> and I know his the richness of his understanding could be the best in the world. It would be hard to find someone with more understanding of the, you know, the practice of logistics and supply chain management than Chris. <laughs>
0: yeah west point grads are, aren't aren't too shabby either uh they they, <laughs> yeah. they tend to be great leaders and 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 <clears throat> overachieve which i think you know chris would tell you that that he did and i think uh that that's pretty that's pretty much what we look for in ceos of the companies that we invest in that's also what we look for in operating partners uh is a collaborative group humble but yet very successful I'd be remiss if I didn't say while we were operator led and we really kind of focused on the operator level of, you know, excellence and hiring the best operating partners about almost five and a half years ago, six years ago, we focused on the investment team being just as strong and trying to build that out. And so we were able to bring in somebody with a background who's now one of my partners, Chris Ladd, who had a background at TPG and KSL Capital, which spun out of KKR and then, you know, was on the team at Walmart and the Corp Dev team that bought Jet.com <clears throat> along with Bonobos and Shoe.com and some other companies. And so that he he coming in about five and a half years ago, about the same time Altemeyer and Tracy Black did to kind of become the operating partners, <clears throat> was a real key turning point for New Road and, the, and our team. And then we just have been very fortunate to hire the best of the best from the Walton College uh, coming out of usually the you know, portfolio management class and finding those students as interns, working with them for a year or two before they get out of school, bringing them on the on board as an analyst right out of college. And I think today we've got um, one vice president who started off as an intern out of your MBA program. Uh, and we've got a couple of senior associates uh, and a couple of analysts and and three interns, all Walton College students who, you know, we brought on a, a gentleman from Barclays out of New York about uh, two and a half, three years ago, who's now a partner also. and with, He and Chris, his name is Stefan Stearns, they run the investment team, and he said, you know, the kind of talent we're getting from the Walton College, and I'm telling you this, uh, you know, hopefully you get a raise, hopefully the new chancellor hear this story, but <laughs> <coughs> the talent we're getting out of the Walton College is as good as what he was getting at Barclays in New York. Think about those guys, they come out of school, they're interning with a private equity fund and in their interactions are with Chris Sultemeier, Tracy Black, Gary Adams, you know, Michelle Myers, who was the president of snacks at General Mills and bought Planet Foods and Annie's and Laura Bar and all those companies. I mean, getting that interaction along with the operators and the other partners, I think they're getting great exposure, but they're also just really driven which is great to see. You know, it's just wonderful and refreshing to see. I think you're driven if you're trying to get into portfolio management class anyway, which is a great thing. So it's a great bar for us to look at, but we're really excited about our investment team and how it's advanced to kind of keep up with the operating partner team that we have so that we have a really good balanced uh, investment team.
1: Now, for students who've never built teams (coughs) like this, And and most of them have have not tried to build big teams. Now some have built smaller teams, and you know, for various things they work on um, as students. But putting together a team like this is not easy by any means. I mean, finding the best people is hard work. And I know, I mean, you've got, I, I, I I mean, your all of your operators are amazing. All of your your investment team's amazing. I know only a few people on your personally. Um, on your operating team. Um, and I know just one other one, Doug Dane, he's a very famous, uh, he was EVP of merchandising for Walmart for
0: many, many years. He started their pharmacy. He, he when he, he ran pharmacy and then he ended up kind of being cross-trained in merchandising and <clears throat> the, probably is most famous uh, for being the first chief merchant at su- at the superstore, at the supercenter when they combined food and hard lines. And so- Uh, That was a big experiment and a big step for Walmart and, you know, Doug. I always say, I think Doug's last 10 or 15 years at Walmart, he bought like a trillion dollars worth of product or some kind of crazy number. All all of these people are remarkable.
1: And I would encourage, if you're listening to this, uh, the website is newroadcp.com. If you go, if you're really interested and you look at, you read their backgrounds, including cleats, and I'm talking about both the operating team and the investment team. You will be blown away.
0: It's refreshing. It's good. I mean, I think it's just a, you know, we look for teams that, that where a CEO p- hires people stronger than themselves and surrounds himself with people who are better at marketing than they are, better at sales than mm-hmm. they are, better at operations and accountability than they are. And that's kind of what Jeremy and I have done. And we've been blessed. and we we kind of have become a real I would call it diversified, very open, inclusive for sure, but also just uh, you know well rounded uh, as we look across you know the sectors that we're going to invest in and what operating partners we're going to add for future growth. I think that group is going to make way better decisions than one of us would have made on our own.
1: Well, and I can imagine the strategy of having your team you know investment experts with operating experts looking at companies and then once you invest in them your ability to coach them on how to you know pivot or change their marketing or change their message
0: yeah yeah go to markets broken you need to fix it here's here's what i see and that knowledge is very valuable i think it helps us with ceos who are looking for more than just capital um they they're looking for connectivity uh operation expertise uh they're looking for a network they're looking for people that can help them find good talent and i think we we try to do our best to check those boxes we we don't invest in a lot of companies probably three to four investments a year tops and um you know over the years you know over 10 years now we probably still have actively 16 companies you know so we've we do a manageable amount of companies so that time and and focus can be spent there by operating partners in a meaningful way we we've kind of structured it to where there's a really good operating partner uh usually one's involved either at the board level or as an observer uh, with the company dialoguing with the ceo you know on a frequent basis and then um a lot of times, uh, other operating partners with certain skill sets come together and help on certain projects where, you know, with, with that, what that that product development is going to look like in the timeline and how to best get there and what skill sets they need and what do they need to button up on the technology side to make it truly enterprise scalable and, and, you know, investable. And so those are some areas where, you know, the rest of the team will jump in and, and everybody's team incentivize. So, so it doesn't matter. All the companies would benefit any operating partner. So they can help any company. It doesn't have to be a logistics company for Chris to help. And as you know, most CPG firms struggle with logistics and transportation costs. So our teams seem to be very valuable, even with the transportation and logistics background on the CPG firms as well.
1: You, you've you clearly got clear verticals like, supply chain logistics, retail and CPG technology, marketing technology. How did you select those verticals?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that was um, when we sat down with Tracy Black and Chris Altamire about six years ago. Uh, we kind of knew that logistics and supply chain, uh, there was some, a lot of legacy systems that had been around a long time they weren't cloud-based. There were um, opportunities for solutions as as uh, goods were moving closer to the consumer. You know, a lot of freight forwarding. How do I get next day delivery? How do I get same day delivery? All these kind of new demands in the marketplace that are going to go beyond just the COVID you know lockdown that we had. It's going to you know continue to evolve. Th- that creates a lot of opportunity for disruption and technology. And we found that there was a lot of of opportunity in those spaces. And there's a lot of talent around that space in Northwest Arkansas where we are. And so building our team around that, that's kind of become an area of focus. And it's funny when we first thought about it, it's like, okay, is this gonna be a decade worth of investing or is it two? And as, as this area is so big and vast and there's gonna be new things going on with robotics and machine learning and AI and electric vehicles and things along that in the next couple of decades that there will continue to be new middleware opportunities you know other apps that are going to be created other products that are going to be improved to be able to continue to be relevant within the supply chain logistics transportation tech space making sure that that what we're investing in is on trend and will continue to be so for a pretty you know good amount of time
1: just as an example, one of the companies you've invested in, Emerge, which is a really impressive platform that helps shippers like CPG companies, retailers, or any shipper, could find carriers, which has been not only find them, but vet them and compare rates uh, and all kinds of things. There are just so many variables that are involved. It's hard to make uh, these comparisons and then make a decision. But I know um, emerge is one of the companies I'm a little more familiar with uh, that you've <laughs> you've invested in. Um how long did it take to make that decision hmm. to to invest in them?
0: Digital freight brokerage was one area that, that Tracy and chris, Tracy black, Chris Ultima identified as as Listen, there's there's a lot of room for growth here. A lot of opportunity to leverage technology. Most shippers, you know, uh, are stuck to 10 or 20, you know, companies that they're able to control a bid process on, right? And but they're not, but they're missing thousands of other shippers that might be perfect for that particular, you know, lane or particular, you know, uh, freight size. So. We we set out to find a really good digital freight brokerage firm. Tracy reminded me that she probably visited with forty different companies in the space before she found Emerge. And she called me at the conference that Emerge was at. It was actually I think it was a Freightways conference. I, I could be wrong. She said I found I found the digital freight brokerage, and I was like, Well, what's the differentiator? And she said they're shipper based. They're shipper focused. They're focused on the shipper. It's a tool for the shipper to do not only the spot but also contracted you know freight and basically offer a solution that people are paying for for that you know uh for the RFP process and so it it b- basically allows a shipper to go out and look at you know 10,000 uh different carriers to get the best rates and that can be 10 20% overall freight savings and at, at the peak of some of these you know spot market rates and During COVID and some of the, it it could be even higher than twenty percent. And so, when you're spending, you know, some of these shippers spend six hundred million dollars a year on freight. You know, that's a twenty percent gets everybody's attention in uh, in a real hurry. Ten percent, particularly, even. We're really excited about what Emerge is doing uh, with the RFP process uh, and uh, allowing shippers to uh, be way more competitive in getting carriers onboarded but it also really helps great carriers that are small become bigger it gives them opportunity to fortune 500 companies that they didn't have and these could be some of the best small carriers in the country that that shipper would have never heard of and hopefully you know that's great for everybody it's great for the small Small carrier who can do it really well. It's great for the shipper because they're saving money. And hopefully, eventually, that's good for the consumer because freight costs are getting, you know, back to where they should be. Uh, Really excited about Emerged and the team. He's building an amazing team. Every month, I hear about, you know, a new leading expert from the brokerage industry or or transportation management industry that's coming on board and helping them scale.
1: Yeah, this is another one of your overall strategies that's making a big difference but backing up a minute to tracy uh for those listening uh, who don't know her um uh, she managed she was at jb hunt for probably 30 years i may not know the exact number but that's right 30 years. she had a she was like senior vp of information technology she had a team of i think about a thousand people her it budget was close to a hundred million i don't know all the details but I, I know her fairly well. And I know she is incredible. I mean, so she had you know, almost 30 years at J.B. Hunt, but before that, she worked at ArcBest, which was back then called ABF Freight, which is an LTL carrier. So she knew because of her work, she knows LTL, truckload, brokerage, dedicated contract services. That's where uh, companies, shippers outsource their transportation to uh, uh, 3PL, and she also knows Intermodal, and she also knows Final Mile. Her her work in information technology gave her this incredible um, experience that helped her guide new roads to an excellent company to invest in. The other interesting connection here um, uh, that you, you didn't mention but I think is important um, there's a, someone I met a long time ago again, um, that now is the president of,
0: um, Emerge. He's only been oh, president. George. Yeah.
1: Yeah. George Abernathy.
0: Yeah. He's, George. he's, he's amazing talent. That's doing really great things, helping them grow, Emerge, grow them smart. I, 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 I think growth is great, but smart growth is the best growth. Um, and, and George is all about smart growth. So I think he. Andrew Late Lido who's the founder of of emerge i think was really wise in bringing George on and i think uh he's a, he's a, another one of those you know talented people that we had networked through Chris and Tracy and everybody knew George and so when he came on the board that was the first step and then when he saw the big opportunity to come on board full time as a president that was that was a great moment for emerge it continues to be
1: Well, you know, uh, George was at J.B. Hunt, of course, again, um, way back when.
0: A lot of good DNA around Northwest Arkansas. There
1: is. He also was at Logistics.com and Sabre Group. Uh, And some of you who say uh, Logistics.com was a big thing during the dot-com boom, Um, and he's been with others. He was with TransPlace for like 12 years Freight waves for four years, uh, and now he's at Emerge. But again, you take people like George and Tracy and people like that, and you put them together, their network alone could make a huge difference from a you know from a success perspective. And their knowledge, of course, makes a big difference. there's no no question about that. Um, so so I think Cleet, that was kind of a good example to kind of. Tie together your strategy of how you create your team and how you invest. Uh, that example shows it. Now, I don't think. Again, I think some listeners, unless you delve in a little deeper, you may not fully understand this. But when you look at a, you know, when you look at the verticals that New Road is competing, playing in, investing in supply chain logistics, et cetera, these are really small worlds at the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, people know each other. Um, and you're, part of your investment strategy is to bring together these powerhouses to to bring about success that ultimately delivers tons of value, not only to the shareholders and the companies, but ultimately to the consumers. Because if companies can move product and store product, in a way that minimizes transportation, warehousing, inventory carrying costs, minimizes stock out costs, et cetera, et cetera. The ultimate winner in the long run is the consumer.
0: I think everybody needs to realize that. All these disruptive companies in this market, particularly as it softened, which it was probably always going to do after the big explosion of you know the COVID, you know, surge that moved a lot of technologies and things forward. <clears throat> I think you have to have a product that's saving money and making people either you know profitable or more profitable or at least holding their costs down so they can remain competitive with their own products in the marketplace if there's no savings to using your product switching to, from you know a to b uh you're you're not going to get any movement uh in this marketplace so there's got to be you're adding you're either going to be adding top line in a serious way with your product or your your software or you've got to be optimizing uh and taking some inefficiencies out of the marketplace in in some of the in some of the costs which is what most of our companies are doing you know if we're investing in a tms system it's to reduce costs and make it easier for consumers to to buy products and have it delivered at their home for example and and same in the in the warehouse management software space or you know in the telematics space with platform science one of our other companies and how is that reducing cost to switch well it's because you're able to use every app on one data plan and, and mo- most trucks had multiple data plans back you know a decade ago and now they don't have to do that and now they don't even have to buy hardware because we're actually installing the hardware on an oem basis in the truck so you just turn our platform on and run whatever apps you want to run on it, including our own software. So, another neat, neat innovative company. real excited about them. Uh, actually, Chris Saltmire is the chairman of the board of that company, um, non-executive. But it's it's a all these solutions kind of were where Tracy and Chris kind of looked at us and said, if I was back at Hunt or if I was back at Walmart, this is what I would use. And that's kind of what we look for from our operating partners. And then you know we still talk to existing employees at all these CPG and retail companies to hear what their pain points are and then we you know draw a thesis under those pain points to try to go solve and find technologies that really work at the stage we invest in that's not easy to do right these companies are you know sub 20 million in revenue and so there's still a lot of risk and so you have to figure out ways you de-risk that the team can they execute how sticky is the business how how's the repeat business all those kind of things um and that's why you know the investment team being as important as the operating partner team as we underwrite these these companies
1: you you mentioned platform science i think i met them through plug and play i'm Probably. pretty sure yeah and yeah it's a very impressive technology but again Having someone, you know, like Chris Soltermeyer to to vet them for your investments
0: yeah.
1: is brilliant. Um, yeah. he, some... he he knows what people
0: are looking for. Yeah, and honestly, Chris and Tracy knew earlier that it was gonna be successful. They could tell it was, but it was too early for us because it only had one customer at the time. And so it was really interesting. We probably could have even invested earlier in that, but we did, and we waited until they did their Series A and had a, you know, and helped them get an additional customer, so it became a little bit more diversified. But yeah, it's been a been a great success. But yes, yeah, that's one of the things when you have the operating expertise on the team, they can sometimes see things before others, if that makes sense, than 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 an investment team member, and so it's just that balance. of 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 still underwriting it to your discipline it's not easy to do especially if Chris Altamire and Tracy Black are telling you this is a really good investment
1: (laughs) (laughs) well Cleet uh we are so impressed with what you've created here at New Road Capital Partners uh congratulations on your great success and thank you for being a wonderful uh partner of the Walton College business for so many years Um, I personally really appreciate you so thank you
0: so much thank you Matt for all you've done at the Walton College it's been a pleasure to serve on the Dean's Executive Advisory Board for a couple of decades now Uh, and I'll tell you I don't think I could get into the Walton College anymore as a student Uh, (laughs) yeah right you guys have really raised the bar there it's amazing uh the talent that, that we see coming out of the Walton College is fantastic and so continue with you and your team, just, we want you to know it's, we've been really blessed to find some great talent there at the Walton College and we'll continue to, we'll continue to do so.
1: On behalf of the Sam and Walton College of Business, I want to thank everyone for spending time with us for another engaging conversation. You can subscribe by going to your favorite podcast service and searching Be Epic, B-E-E-P-I-C.